For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Wayno's gem wasted. Yachty on the shelf. And happy birthday to a Cardinal all-timer. It's time to get caught up on the cards. This is your Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Kurtz, everybody. Thanks for being with me once again. And we're going to start with Wayno's gem, which was wasted from Monday night. Now, look, I'm not going to do a lot of game recaps on this podcast. I just don't think it's that interesting. I'm much more interested in big picture stuff, trends, themes, putting stuff into context, perspective. But Monday's ball game was just uh, too good. There was just too much to unpack for us to not dig in. Phillies beat the Cardinals 2-1. The loss snaps the Redbirds' three-game win streak as they were coming off a sweep of the Cincinnati Reds. In the loss, Adam Wainwright. I mean, whew, nine innings pitched. That's a complete game. Takes the loss. He allows six hits, just two earned runs. Both of those runs come care of Reese Hoskins, who takes Wayno deep twice, solo shots in the seventh and then again in the ninth. On the night, Wayno, eight Ks, no walks. Again, it's a complete game loss, which I figured was pretty rare. I really just didn't know quite how rare it was. Uh, the last guy to do it in all of baseball was Justin Verlander, who did it with Houston in 2019. The last Cardinal to do it, that was 2007. And once again, that was Wayno. He was 25 at the time. He's now 39 and turns in just a vintage Wayno effort. And I harp on this all the time, guys. Wayno and Molina, we have to appreciate these guys while they're still playing for the Redbirds. Before we know it, they're going to be Cardinal legends wearing those red blazers, which will be beautiful. And I'll love to see it, and I'll love to see them at the game. They'll be great ambassadors for the franchise. But when they're still in uni for St. Louis and playing at amazingly high levels, we have to take it in. We have to appreciate it. We have to recognize what we saw last night from Wayno was just epic and wonderful and everything that we know he can do and has done. The problem is is the guy he went up against was that much better. Zach Wheeler for Philadelphia. Eight innings pitched. He allowed one hit. And I kind of feel like Bob Uecker in the famous Major League movie running the stat line after the game. Let's take a look at how many hits we got. Okay, one. That's it? That's all we got? 
one hit. Uh, unfortunately, it's true. Paul DeYoung had the lone hit off of Zach Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler, nine Ks. He started the ninth inning, issued a walk to Matt Carpenter, and then uh, Philadelphia went to the bullpen. Tommy Edmond got another hit. So that was two hits on the night, but only one off of Wheeler. On Edmonds' hit, Matt Carpenter advanced to third. Dylan Carlson is your next batter. Uh, he grounds out, which allows Carpenter to score. So now we have a 2-1 ball game. The next two batters, Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. Goldschmidt pops out for the second out of the inning, and Arenado hits one deep to center that I swear had a shot to leave the building. A stiff breeze, and it's a 3-2 Cardinals win. But instead, Wayno doesn't get off the hook. It's the third out. Cardinals lose the game 2-1. And afterwards, Mike Schilt says, quote, it was a classic pitcher's duel. That was a good baseball game. Hate to come out on the other end of it. We made it interesting. I thought Nolan's ball had a legitimate chance of getting out of the ballpark. It came up short. And look, people have been Monday morning quarterbacking the heck out of this thing on Tuesday afternoon. They say, oh, Wayno's ninth inning. It's his fourth time through the lineup. Should they have gone to the bullpen? He gives up a second run. That's the difference in a one-run ball game. But you know what? Reese Hoskins leads all of Major League Baseball with homers. He's got eight right now, two last night. Uh, and there's, you know, what's to say that he doesn't take Tyler Webb deep? The way he's swinging the bat these days, maybe he takes Alex Reyes deep if they go to him. Jordan Hicks could give up a homer to Hoskins. So it's really not fair to say that we don't send Wayno out there for the ninth. I believe in trying to let a guy finish what he started. He was on fire all night, really only made the two mistakes. And, you know, in terms of the way the whole game plays out, who's to say that if the Cardinals go to the bullpen, it stays one zip, and then maybe Wheeler doesn't walk Carpenter. Maybe he finishes his effort. So to say it wasn't the right call to give the ball to Wayno and let him go out there for the ninth, I'm not buying it. Afterwards, Wayno said this, quote, I'm old, and I'm old school. Pitching five or six innings isn't getting the job done, in my opinion, and you know, he's backed that opinion up in his last couple outings. Last two games, 16 innings, three runs, all on solo homers, one walk. Let me just say that again because it's important. One walk, 16 innings, 18 Ks, and no wins. Uh, but that effort has sort of become a metaphor, a microcosm for the Cardinals starting pitching of late. John Gant pitched on Saturday. That was a completion of a fourth time through the rotation for the Cardinals. The first three times they went through the rotation, the ERA for the starting pitchers, 6.24. The fourth time, 1.47. So things are starting to click for the Redbirds pitchers, and everyone's been better. Not just Wayno, Jack Flaherty is now 4-0. Uh, Carlos Martinez had his best outing of the season the last time, allowed just one earned run. Kwang Young Kim is now healthy. He's looked sharp. Gant, we talked about, no earned runs in his last start. So... Three times through the rotation, the Cardinal starters not getting deep into ballgames. They're logging virtually the same number of innings as the bullpen during that span. But now four times through, plus Wayno's gem and Flaherty seven frames on Sunday, well, the starters are now at 113 innings pitched, and the bullpen is much more rested and fresher than we've seen. They've pitched only 79 innings. So the starters are getting deep into games. It's giving the Cardinals what they need. The wins will likely come. But this pitching staff is clicking, and for the time being, this pitching staff is the responsibility of Andrew Kisner. To that point, Yachty to the shelf. 
So news today, Molina, 10-day injured list. He has a right foot strain. Remember, he missed both games over the weekend, part of the sweep versus the Reds. Last night he had no hits, but of course he wasn't alone there. Nobody really had any hits, save for Edmund and DeYoung. Uh, but I worry, you know, without Yachty, and we've talked about this a lot, over the course of the last two decades, that's when the Cardinals struggle, historically. I say he's the most important guy in the team, and I really, really believe that. I mean, no disrespect to Kisner, who did a great job over the weekend. Uh, he wears number seven and catches, just like my kid. So, you know, I like him right there. But the fact of the matter is, Andrew Kisner is not Yadier Molina. Now, in 20 years... If he's a guy with a bucket full of gold gloves and all-star game appearances and a pair of World Series rings and he's headed for the Hall of Fame, I will tip my cap to him. But right now, he is not Yadier Molina, and Molina, as we know, is a guy who does so much. So much of it doesn't show up in the box score. So much of it has to do with the pitching staff. And right now is, you know, a, a look at the future. This is a glimpse of uh, what St. Louis might look like. You know, Wayno, another great effort last night, but... How much more does he have left? Molina on the shelf. So let's take a look at Kisner. Well, he's 26 years old. Uh, he has five hits in 19 at-bats this season. He was born in 1995, just to give you an idea of his age. His motto, he says, quote, I'm going by the motto, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. Well, he better be ready because the Redbirds are in the midst of a stretch of 17 games in 17 days. They do not have a game off until May 10th. So if Kisner is the catcher of the future, we're going to find out pretty quick if he's up to the task. Uh, Molina offensively, by the way, I mean, we always talk about what he does behind the plate. Uh, he's been their most important offensive weapon for much of this season. Currently leading the team in batting average, doubles, homers, RBI. So... Kisner is not Molina behind the plate, and he's not Molina at the plate either. So the offense is going to have to come from somewhere else. Dylan Carson has been swinging a nice bat. Of course, DeYoung is on the up and up. Tyler O'Neill is back in the lineup. He had two homers over the weekend. So things are looking up, but anytime you lose a guy like Yadier Molina, it could be problematic. This is the ninth time in his career he's gone on the injured list, and this will happen when you play the most grueling position on the field. And you're about to turn 39 in July. This is a fear. And speaking of birthdays, happy birthday today to Chris Carpenter. I loved watching this guy pitch for the Cardinals. The six foot six right-hander turns 46 today. He spent 15 years in the bigs, three times. He finished in the top three for the Cy Young Award, and he won it in 05. That 2005 season, he goes 21 and five and led the league with seven complete games. So going back to what Wayno said about being old school and finishing the job and not pitching just five or six, who did Wayno look up to when he was younger and becoming the ace of the staff? Hmm? How about a guy like Chris Carpenter, who again won the Cy Young in 05 and had seven complete games? So Carp spent six years in Toronto before his nine years with the Cardinals, which means he spent all 15 years of his career as a member of the Audubon Society, Blue Jays, Cardinals. The thing I remember most about him, though, is when he was on the bump, the Cardinals were always going to have a chance to win the ball game. He just kept them in games, and there was no time that was more indicative of that than the playoffs in 2011, specifically the World Series. Let's review briefly for those of us that don't remember. I mean, how can you forget? He, he was so good, and it was such an epic run. He pitched game one. They win it 3-2. 
He pitches game five. He allows two runs in seven innings. Cards lose that game 4-2. Game six would have been the next night, okay? But it gets rained out and pushed back 24 hours. Nobody can forget what happened in game six. David Freeze, yada, yada, epic fashion. He's a hero in St. Louis for life. But as important as what happened in game six is the 24-hour delay that allowed Carp to come out and pitch on short rest in Game 7. I remember seeing the alert come across the bottom of the screen. We weren't certain who Tony La Russa was going to give the ball to for Game 7. We thought it would likely be Chris Carpenter. And when it became official, I knew right then and there they were going to win the World Series. I had zero doubt that with Carp on the bump in Game 7 of the World Series, the Cardinals would come out on top. He goes six innings, allows six hits, gives up two runs, strikes out five. Cards win the game 6-2. They win the series 4-3. That's still their most recent world title. And the entire postseason in World Series was showed how tough Carpenter was. Such an intense competitor. Remember, in the wild card round, the Cards beat the heavily favored Phillies in the wild card round three games to two. Carp had the ball in game five. He goes nine innings. And wouldn't you know it? Another complete game. You seeing the trend here? You seeing the theme? Wayno talking complete games. Carpenter with complete games. He allowed three hits, outdueling the late great Roy Halladay. And as the Cardinals play the Phillies once again this week, it's it's nice to tip our hat to Carp and take this walk down memory lane. Happy birthday to the big fellow, forty six years young today. Uh, so much joy watching him pitch. So grateful for everything he did for the Cardinals. Uh, And so grateful for you guys listening to this podcast. Thanks so much. This, again, has been your Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast. I am your host, Jason Kurtz. And until next time, hashtag go Redbirds. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.